one of those kids that was invested in by Pastor Pauline herself and super blessed because we get to um, not just be that generation that was invested in, and now I get to do the same thing, and we get to do that together. Yeah. It's amazing just seeing 35 years and what God has done, but also being excited for what he's going to do. That's right. So tonight, as we're celebrating our vision night and our 35 years, if you are visiting here for the first time, we just want to welcome you to New Hope Church. What a great night to come and visit. Um, we have our restrooms located in our fellowship hall, which are through those glass doors. If you have any questions throughout the night, one of our ushers, um, we, we can answer your question or help your, you in need. Tonight is going to be an extra special night. It's always a special night here at our Wednesday Equip services. But tonight is extra special because we not only get to celebrate what God has done, but we get to hear the vision that God has given our lead pastor, Pastor Sheldon Loxina, the vision for 2017. I can't believe that 2017 is right around the corner. <clears throat> Yeah, I get, I get white hair coming, so Whew. I'm going to join them pretty soon. Who, this elite band? Yeah, well, mm. yeah, I got a couple more years, I think. Probably me before you. <laughs> no? Anyway, let's continue. Um, okay, so we, to kick off our night, we have a special treat for you. We want to welcome of Auntie Lori, who is currently part, part of our worship team now, because we want to pay tribute to someone who doesn't want the spotlight. She doesn't want the attention, but she is a pillar of this church. She yes. prays every day for us. She prayed for me. She prays for Pastor Ben. She prays for you. She prays for your children. And we wanted to honor her because this year she is turning 99. And she is still, she is still the godly woman who is like yep. amazing, awesome sauce. And God is so good because we get to witness some of us, you know, that are the, the generation that was invested in. We get to witness what uh, a woman of faith really looks like. So, Auntie Laurie, take it away. Thank you, Doris. This is for you from all of us because we love this lady, right? Heaven, we're in heaven. When we think about the Doris we adore, for her heart is golden. Shining for the Lord And the Bible is her bright and glowing sword Serving God's her pleasure Wednesday prayer team she has been with since the start Age is not a boundary for this gal we love for she's guided by the Lord's own holy dove. She has served at New Hope Hilo from beginning to right now. Never ceasing, ever faithful in excellence and love. She has mentored many women who are young and also old. She is currently an elder. And with his words are bold, points the way, always to Jesus, encouraging to all that she needs. Oh, she's gracious, kind and gentle, humble, gentle, always praying to our God. She has deeply touched our lives with all her heart. So we join together, singing from the start. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. 
Congratulations, New Hope Hilo, on 35 years. Thanks for paving the way for all of us. Hey guys, Kamu here. Just wanted to say congratulations, New Hope Church, for celebrating 35 incredible years. May God continue to bless anything that you put your heart to. Love you guys. Love, New Hope Hilo. What a great privilege it is for me to be able to greet you on this 35th anniversary of the church, celebrating God's work in the islands there, uh, along with what God's doing around the world through your efforts and partnership. We love having you as part of the Foursquare family. Sheldon and Heidi, greetings from Debbie and I. We're getting ready to take off here from Atlanta uh, to Portugal uh, to meet our national leaders over there. So have a great celebration. We love and appreciate you. Uh, blessings. Aloha. We are greeting you after 35 wonderful years of ministry. Congratulations from Mexico. We want to send up our love. We want to send up our prayers. We want to send up our congratulations. We love you. Love you so much. Can you believe? 35 years. My goodness. I was three years old, blonde hair, holly boy. Now look at me. I'm getting old. But love you guys so much. So proud of you. Love you, Pastor Sheldon and Heidi. We'll see you soon. Pastor Alex Michelle here from New Hope Town. And from the New Hope Town family to yours, we just can't thank you guys enough for being the incredible church that you are. And 35 years of serving Jesus strong on Hawaii Island is just nothing to blink an eye at. We are so, so grateful uh, for your pastors and for all of you. And we pray that you have the most amazing celebration because you are an amazing church. Can't wait to get back there. So happy birthday. Know that you are loved and are inspiring so many, including our church, to continue to strive on to serve Jesus the way that we ought to. God bless you guys, and happy birthday. We love you. It is our home away from home. We love our friends there. I want to thank the pastors that I've been acquainted with and developed deep friendships with at New Hope Hilo, Pastor Alex and Berna. I hope you're listening to this. Hello, Pachecos. We love you here. And then, of course, uh, Heidi and Sheldon, Pastor Heidi and Sheldon Laxina. Uh, we go back a long way. I was just thinking the other day, 25 years we have known each other, and uh, we have loved you. Hope you've loved us, but we certainly have loved you. And thank you. Thank you for taking good care of us when we come over to see you. And you're just full of love, and we just want to thank you that. Again, congratulations. Uh, what a milestone. We love all of you. We'll see you soon. God bless. God bless you. From Metro's Council to you, we want to say 
Happy 35th birthday, New Hope Hilo. Well, happy anniversary, New Hope Hilo family. We love you, New Hope Hilo. Aloha, I'm here on location filming a new Doing Church as a Team video for small groups. But we also want to pause in the middle of the filming to say happy 35-year anniversary to New Hope Hilo. You have a part of my heart, always have and always will, because that's where everything began. And so we want to stop and just say congratulations on 35 amazing, miracle-filled years that God has authored, and He is at the brink of authoring another 35 years of miracles and wonderful, wonderful events that'll take place that'll bring so many to Christ. So Pastor Sheldon, to you and your team and to the wonderful congregation from all of us around the world, from New Hope, we want to say congratulations on your 35th anniversary. God bless you. Happy 35th anniversary! That's what I'm talking about. This, this church is simply amazing. Now, we had these videos sent to us from various pastors who spoke here and, and uh, different people who just wanted to say congratulations to you as a church, to us as a church, but we wanted to save the best for last and have him here in person. So, Pastor Alex, I know you're here someplace. Where is he? He's, yeah. <laughs> so. Berna, you, be, you better. <laughs> I, I I didn't want to call you up to get uh, uh, Berna because uh, that that way I don't get scolding. But you, you you please come up to Berna. Thank you guys so much for being here. What an honor. Make us cry. Hi, Heidi, you gotta share her. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you guys are here. Love you. Yeah, you, you may be seated. Uh, when, when we asked you to uh, be here, one of the things that we knew was that there's a lot that you did to invest in many of us, including myself and Heidi, and we just wanted to say thank you uh, for all the years that you served here, as well as all the years you've invested in the lives of people throughout your entire uh, years of pastoring. You still pastor people. Uh, you still have a beautiful family. In fact, I, I came into the youth wing earlier, and AJ was in there. So I said, he said, hey, Uncle Sheldon. I'm looking at him. I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> Who's this guy? So I had, like, I had to really think through, who is this guy? But your family is growing up, and everybody's growing in the Lord. So thank you so much for being here tonight. I just wanted you to share a little bit and, and uh, maybe give us a blessing or uh, I don't know. You can say whatever you want. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You have. All a right. Go, go sit down. I go I'll sit down. <laughs> uh, you know what? I was, I was telling them. I said, you know what? I don't know if he's gonna speak or what. So you can. I, I gotta go sit down. I gotta no. grab my notes. Okay. Go get your okay. notes. <laughs> By the way, how old are you, Sheldon? Thirty-four. How old was I? Yeah. When I. No. How old on, are you? Thirty-four. Forty-four. <laughs> hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, let him talk all night. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I, um, I just I want to thank God. Um, it's not about man, it's not about all these buildings that we've done. It's really about Him and how He performs miracles and He uses us, you know. And so, um, what a joy it's, it's been. I mean, Doris, happy birthday. She prayed for me too. <laughs> I always tell the story. I was walking up the stairs one day, and this Japanese lady's coming down, and she said, "Matthew six thirty-three," and I had to go look that up. But she quoted it right to me: "Seek ye the kingdom first, and all these things will be added unto you." And boy, God has done that to all of us, hasn't He? Yeah. And then to see um, <clears throat> my best friends. Wayne Santos, um, singing up here. He, he gave me my first Bible. 
um, just a short story about Wayne. Um, I, was, I was a commercial fisherman, and they were building the, the Force Marine boats. So if anybody knows what the Force Marine boats are, it started in Wayne's garage. And they built me a boat, and he had my attention for six months. And um, <clears throat> the day I walked in church, he was one of the first guys to come up and greet me, and then got me my first Bible. And Obed Kipali, um, <clears throat> he kind of like hung on to me, and um, I, I just thought, hey, this is on um, arrival. You know, he used to have a boat, and you don't, you don't make friends without a fisherman. <laughs> no. But Obed was different until today. Um, one of my best friends, Guy, Guy Spencer, and Pauline Spencer, they have been so close to us and um, <clears throat> doing ministry with us for many, many years. And Stan, okay, faithful one. Stan has always been there with worship. So it's um, <clears throat> coming here and uh, seeing all of this, these things going on that um, I know that the Spirit of God is alive. Sheldon and Heidi, we are so proud of you guys, you know, handing the baton off and then forcing ourselves to stay away. That has been so hard, but so that you guys can fly. Yeah. And you're doing such a great job. I see um, so many new faces, and um, you're in for the greatest adventure of your life, you know, <clears throat> with Jesus. And um, he will be there every step of the way for you. And 35 years is nothing yet. You haven't seen anything yet. It's going to happen even more, more, more. Honey, you want to say something? <laughs> she always got something to say. Just so grateful to be here tonight and to hear all those old, familiar songs. I told Obed tonight, I really didn't need the words up there because we sang it all the time care group, wherever we were, beach, where we went camping, we were always together singing those songs. So they were just so embedded in our hearts. And it's so good to sing them again tonight. Thanks, Wayne, Georgia. Oh, what a blessing. We're grateful to be here. I am. And I remember one pastor always said, I love you. And I didn't understand what that meant, but truly, we love you guys so much. Thank you for serving Jesus and for loving him with all your hearts. Happy birthday. Thank you. Now, I just mentioned a few people, but I want you all to know that you guys all played a, a big part in our lives. So many of you have um, been, um, you guys are faithful. And um, if you don't know what faithfulness is, is that it's you're there. You're there to serve God. You're there to, to give unto the Lord. And you're there to um, help others. Christmas is coming up. May I encourage you all, um, invite one person. And if you do that, <clears throat> the church will double. And we're not looking that it's going to double for the numbers. We're looking that there are going to be that much more people in heaven because of what we do and we serve them. Let's pray for them. I'm going to pray. You see, um, being retired really jammed me up a little bit. <laughs> Bow your heads with me. Father in heaven, you are such a great God. And churches all over the world do this, Lord. We, they celebrate anniversaries. But what we're really doing tonight, Lord, is we're celebrating you and we're thanking you for these that are here, faithful ones, Lord. And so, Lord, we know that the blessing comes from you. So we ask, Lord, that you would bless them. Bless them with good health, with long life. Lord, allow them to um, just, just flow in the spirit in such a way that they will be just like you. And Lord, we would pray that the results would be that many years from now, Pastor Sheldon and Heidi will be up here doing the same thing, speaking a blessing over the congregation of the one that you will choose to be leading them. And so, Lord, with a grateful heart, we thank you for the leaders of this church. We thank you for Sheldon and Heidi, Lord, 
who are like our kids, but they belong more so to you, Lord. So take good care of them. Lord, meet all the needs of this church financially. Um, whatever uh, goals they're setting, Lord, help them to accomplish it and, and much more, Lord. And so with a grateful heart, we thank you for all of this. It's yours in Jesus' name. Amen. So if I'm sniffling, it's, I don't have a cold, I'm not sick, it's just dusty. Uh, we're going to, we're going to uh, talk about a couple of things tonight. Part of what we're doing is, we call it our uh, vision night. Part of our vision night is not just to talk about what God has done in the past years, the past year, but really to see what else God is going to be doing in the next year or so. When you came in, you were given this uh, booklet, and in there are different figures and amounts, uh, different statistics and our core values. But there's also a paper in there. I don't have it in here, but you should have it. There's a paper that has a, a council member that we're going to ratify tonight. Oh, thank you so much, Matt. And when I asked uh, Ren Victorino to pray about being one of our council members, he and his wife Susan, who is my assistant, Susan is my assistant, uh, when they prayed about it and the Lord said yes, uh, part of how we bring in a new council member is the church body needs to approve. And so when you take a look at that paper and you read his bio, uh, you're going to say yes or no. And then when you're done with that, and when you leave here tonight, you can uh, drop it off with one of the ushers or put it in one of the buckets. They're going to have a bucket nearby the door, and then you can put that in there. And that's going to be your way of saying, I believe in what God is doing through our council as well as what God is going to do through this man. And when I, when I think about our, our council, uh, this is what they do. They are responsible and help me to manage our finances according to the will of God. And I'm so glad that we have it set up like that because it's not a one-person kind of deal. It's the body of Christ. And so we have uh, our council members. And if you take a look on the top, we have Daryl Kiocho, Wally Adviento, Tracy Yanagi, Dominic Uitake, and Galen Ichinose. So those are our council members. But we also have one uh, other council member, and his name is Wilfred Sabaton. And Wilfred is, I, I got to ask him to come up because we wanted to thank him. Wilfred Sabatin, where is he? Okay, Wilfred. Hey, good thing you sat right there. Perfect, right up here or wherever you're going to come. Wilfred Sabatin has been serving with us for, this is the fifth year, I believe. You maxed out already. <laughs> but the reason why I wanted to bring up Wilfred is not just to thank him and honor him, but to pray over him because now he's going to be on Pastor Charlie Kama's council. Uh, when we planted Halepule Keoloho in Keokaha, you got to come up. I'm sorry. I, 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 told, I told you you didn't really have to come up, but you just don't need to speak. Okay, okay that's good. Let's, let's come over here for, um, I don't know, I'm just, like, got to be centered. Uh, so he's going to be with Pastor Charlie Kama and being a part of their council. And already they are doing an outstanding job in Keokaha. Some of you have visited their church uh, and a wonderful group of people, of leaders. Uh, we're just so proud of you guys and what you're able to do. Pastor Charlie wasn't able to be here tonight, but on, uh, you can stand on his behalf. And uh, thank you again, Wilfred, for all the years of service being here. We want to pray over him. Would you just stretch a hand forward? Lord, we just thank you for this man right here. He and Joni have played such an integral part of this church. And all those that have come to know you as Lord and Savior, Lord, we thank you for his dedication, his faithfulness, as well as this new season that you have him in at Halepule Keoloho, that many more will come to know you as Lord and Savior. Give him wisdom, Lord, wisdom so that as he hears your voice, together with the rest of the leaders at Halepule, that they will follow your direction and that you give them a blessing so abundant that more people would find you so we thank you for his leadership, and we pray for Pastor Charlie and Mapu. We know that you are doing a great work in them also. In Jesus' name we pray, and we all said amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also on this uh, piece of paper, after you 
uh, vote for Ren, yes or no, then on the bottom, we actually, you know, for the past couple of years, when we would ask people about uh, church, and, or some of you would say, oh, I go to New Hope Church, or I go to the big church, you know, there's all kinds of names. I go New Hope, uh, I go Kupulao, uh, I go Uka Church. It's like, we, we have so many, like, nicknames, but on this paper, we're just, we're, we're New Hope Hilo Hawaii, but we're also New Hope Church. So if you saw our new sign outside, it was easier to put New Hope Church than New Hope Hilo Hawaii. So we just put New Hope Church, Hilo Hawaii underneath, as well as for us to uh, kind of like make some good, nice logos, T-shirts, and things like that. It just, it looked better. But most of all, it's to remind us in our day and age who we are. Listen very carefully. We are a church. That word church is the only word that Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He builds the church. As Pastor Alex was saying, it's not about a person. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about what God is doing. And so when we were thinking about our name, New Hope Church, it just, it makes sense. You're going to watch the media. You're going to see um, different things happen in our world. But nothing like the local church when the local church is working right. And when you and I can be the church, people find new hope in Jesus. And so that, as a part of our uh, four-square denominational uh, bylaws, they, you, as the church, need to approve of the name. And so you can say yes or no, and then it's a majority kind of vote. So you can also write in there yes or no, uh, changing the name from New Hope Hilo Hawaii to New Hope Church. That's not that big of a difference, but... We still need to go by the paperwork side of it and the laws of the land. But that's okay. We can make that decision. Okay? So just fill that out, and then you can drop it in the offering bucket uh, on the way out, same time you ratify. Okay? Are we good with that? You know, one of the things I really appreciate about this church is that we are a church filled with people who love Jesus Christ, who put their hands to the plow, as the Bible says. We put our hands to the plow so that people can find him I want to just thank you, not just on behalf of myself and Heidi and our staff, but as all of heaven rejoices when one sinner repents, we all rejoice together as we volunteer to the Lord. Uh, I want to say thank you to my, this is my number one volunteer. I cheer her on every single day, my wife Heidi. I want to say thank you for your faithfulness. Yeah, for your love. You got to come up. Just real fast. Just real fast. I've just been... <laughs> she looking for Verna. Yeah, see, they're waving to you. Yeah, just, just come up. Yeah. You know, like you got three steps on your Fitbit from the stairs. Yeah. See? Look. But um, I, I just wanted to say thank you for oh, your welcome. years of service, as well as uh, your faithfulness. If not for you, I would not have come to know Jesus because the only way I could move in with you guys is if I came to church. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we just want to say thank you. I just wanted to say thank you and introduce her to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's it. Because that way they, they, not everybody knows you. I just wanted to introduce you to people so they know who my wife is. That's my wife. I'm just letting you guys know. <laughs> just in case. But uh, we just wanted to say thank you to you as a church and you as a volunteer. You know, people would ask me from time to time, you know, is it... Is it hard to find volunteers? I said, no. They're, they're not hard to find. They're there. Sometimes they just need to be prompted by the Lord and then step out in faith. Sometimes people ask me, but don't you feel bad that when you ask someone to volunteer that you're taking away from their time? And I thought to myself, no. Because when I first volunteered for the Lord, it changed my life in such a way that now when I see someone volunteering for the Lord and I see the joy that they have, that same joy I felt when I volunteered and served up here, that tells me that there's something inside of us that wants to serve Jesus. We just need to step out and trust in him. So we just want to say thank you to all of our volunteers. Let's take a look at this. 
Some years ago, a new staff member of our church asked me how I had the gall to ask people who are already busy at work or in the home to get involved as volunteers at church. I mean, don't you feel a little guilty doing this? He asked. Isn't it hard to heap such a burden on people? Well, he had a point, but I knew of a bigger point. During the next few months, you're going to meet people who stand at drill presses 10 hours a day, five or six days a week. When they go home at night, few of them sense the pleasure, meaning, and purpose of life they've heard advertised in commercials for beer or computer systems. They're godly, conscientious people, and they feel thankful for their jobs, but they don't find satisfaction for their souls at the drill press. And you're going to meet fine, hardworking people in real estate who show 30 homes a week. And if they're lucky, one buyer will make an offer, but they're not lucky every week. Many are extroverts who love showing property and helping families find the right home. But even then, they probably don't arrive home at night filled with deep inner joy because of their latest showing. You'll meet insurance salespeople who have been selling policies for 20 years. While they feel grateful that the insurance business puts food on their table and sends their kids to college, the thought of selling one more policy likely doesn't float their emotional boat. You're going to meet car dealers and stockbrokers and bricklayers and police officers and plumbers who, despite their commitment to their careers and jobs, are honest enough to admit that their secular vocation does not offer enough meaning to satisfy the deeper needs that stir in their souls. Some of them love their jobs. They feel stimulated and energized by their work. Some of them even leave their workplace each day knowing that they have honored God by their work and their love for people. But few of them would say, this is what life is all about. I look directly into the eyes of my young friend. You and I get to invite these people to be used by God in ways they never imagined. We have the opportunity to empower them to develop gifts they didn't know they had. We can cheer them on as they courageously assume new levels of kingdom responsibility that fill their hearts to overflowing. And we get to see the look on their faces when they realize God has used them to touch another human being. No, I said, I never really feel guilty inviting people to become volunteers in our church. Never. So thank you for volunteering and thank you for serving Jesus. You know, when you take a look at your book, there are all kinds of stats in there. And, and there is actually a mission that we follow. We have a mission statement here at this church that, that allows us to move in a certain direction. Now, it's toward the back of that booklet. So if you would turn to the back, you're going to see our mission statement. And our, our mission statement says this, that our purpose of New Hope Church is to present the gospel of Jesus Christ in such a way that turns non-Christians into converts, converts into disciples, and then disciples into matured, fruitful leaders who will in turn go out into the world and reach others for Christ. That's, that's just who we are. And the way we do that, our vision and what it looks like is to reach people far from God one relationship at a time. Everything is relational. What Jesus did for us is very relational. And so when we do what we do here, everything is attached to a soul. From the bulletins you hold into your ha in your hands to the chairs you're sitting on to the carpet you, you stand on here, the doors that are open, the parking lot that was paved, the children's ministry that we have, our young adults ministry, our food service, everything has people in mind, eternal souls in mind. And everything we do here is always about pointing people to Jesus Christ. It's always about him. The building will change, the landscape will change, but Jesus never does. He's the reason why we do what we do. And he is the head of the church. And he calls us the body of Christ. Every single person plays a part in the body of Christ. We are all members of his body. And he uses us in that kind of way. Imagine that God would use people like you and people like me. Just look at the person next to you. Think about it. God uses that person. Now, some of you are like, wow, amazing that God would use that person. Yes, he does. God can use every single person because we matter to him. That's why he paid the price for our sins, because we're valuable to him. Never forget your worth in Jesus Christ. The moment you forget 
your worth is the moment you forgot what Jesus did for you. Always go back to the cross of Christ. If Jesus didn't value you, he would have turned away before he went to the cross. But because he values you and I, he knew that the only way to spend eternity with you and I was to go to the cross and pay for our sins. And without that, we're eternally separated from God. So thanks be to Jesus that he died for our sins. Can we just say thank you to our Lord and Savior for paying the price? Lord, we thank you. And one day we'll get to see him face to face. We talk about our circles of new home. And these are areas that our church is made up of. It kind of narrows it down to who we are. We have our services, which are Sunday and Wednesday services, our small groups. We all serve. Uh, We also have stewardship where we want to take good care of what God has given to us. We want to be wise stewards. And the reason why we call it four circles is because if you take a look at our church first glance, this is what it looks like. We have Bible studies in our small groups, our men's and women's ministries. We have our youth ministries, children's ministries. We have devotional groups, Bible studies at home. So there are various ways for us to, as we grow together as a church, become smaller in these groups, lest we forget about each other's relationship, as well as how important and valuable it is to get to know each other. The bigger the church gets, the smaller we need to be. That's where our small groups come in. And when we serve God, it just does something to our hearts. And the stewardship part of it is God saying to us, be faithful in the little and I will give you much. And so we want to be wise stewards. Some of you serve in ministries. And so from this point, when we start serving the Lord and we start getting involved, we want to help you to grow in the Lord. So everything we do here is about discipleship. We want to disciple people. So when you join a ministry, we call it the four circles of ministry. There's discipleship, discipline, dedication, and being dynamic. The discipleship part of it is learning to follow Jesus. It's becoming more Christ-like. Everything we do is discipleship. Everything we do is discipleship. We'll always point people towards Jesus. Along with that, as we're serving the Lord, he disciplines us. Doesn't he do that very well? The Bible says God disciplines those he loves. I remember when I would discipline my children when they were very young, they didn't understand it at all. They'd be like, why are you so unfair? I didn't even do that. I'm like, listen, you did it. You know what's going to happen. And so you need to be disciplined. Now that they have children, and I watch, and I <laughs> you almost want to laugh as a grandparent When you see your grandchildren running amok with their parents, you're like, see, yeah, one day. I knew this was going to happen. This one day. And you can just, you're okay. But you know that discipline is required so that as our children grow up, they become great adults. That can now contribute to society. Well, the same is with God. That when he looks at us, he says, no, I love you so much, I'm going to discipline you. So you know the times we go through heartache and pain Sometimes difficulties, and sometimes we go through uh, relational uh, uh, tough times. Stop and pause for a moment and listen for the Lord's voice. Just listen for his voice. Listen for his voice when, when things aren't going your way. And trust in him. Don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him. He's going to guide you. It very well may be that he's disciplining us. Not for what we've done, but he's disciplining us for our future. Punishment is what we did in our past. Jesus took care of the punishment part on himself. So we don't get punished by God, but he disciplines us for the future. That's why we discipline our children. Not for what they did, but for who they're becoming. We discipline them because we see the greater picture of who they should be. And that's what God does with us. So we do that a lot. We want to discipline and we want to learn and grow in the Lord. In ministry, we're dedicated. So that dedication part of it is where we get to say yes to the Lord in serving Him. Uh, Our worship team has rehearsals. Uh, We have people setting up, breaking down, cleaning up. We have a maintenance crew. We have a bunch of volunteers who are dedicated and being dynamic. No greater joy than to be dynamic for God. We serve an excellent God. Imagine when the heavens were being created. The angels were singing. 
When one sinner repents, all of heaven rejoices. We have a dynamic God. When the sun rises, tell me you're not in awe. When you enjoy a sunset, God did that. He's a dynamic God. And so he does that with us. Because he's just that good. And so that's what it looks like for our circles of ministry. Our photovoltaic system, some of you were here when that was being uh, created. Just from the beginning of February, we saved $32,482. Just from having our photovoltaic system. Thank you, Jesus, for that. And thank you for being a part of it. And I want to show you this because although we're looking at a dollar amount, we need resources so that people can find Christ. That's just the world we live in. I'm going to talk a little bit about the technology that is being used. It costs for technology. Our social media, for our uh, Facebook, uh, last year we had about 1,500 likes. Now it's about 1,700 with 6,652 people uh, checking in at our uh, Facebook site. Uh, so we use Facebook a lot to communicate with our community and with people around the world. We'll have people just kind of chime in and, and sometimes add comments. We have uh, some of our children grow up. They go off to college. They stay connected through Facebook so they know what's happening. But I just wanted to show you that just through social media, it's growing just in that area. Our Instagram page, uh, last year we had not 954 followers. It was lower than that. But we use Instagram. Many of you use Instagram. And some of you go on to our Instagram to see what's for dinner on Wednesday night. You do. And then you like it. It's like, whoa, fried chicken. And then you like it. And then you come here and you love it. So that's our, our Instagram. And then our YouTube. Last year we had about 382 uh, subscribers. This year we have 423. So the word is getting out that there are messages that people can listen to. Uh, even our children. Uh, new people that we meet. Sometimes they'll say, oh, I don't know about church. I said, you know what? Go on to our YouTube channel and just check it out. And, and just, just hear. And they do. They, they listen. And they'll email me and say, boy, oh, boy, was that powerful. Because when the message of Jesus Christ, the gospel, is shared, it is life-changing. Listen, people still want to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't get caught up into the world saying, oh, we don't want to hear about God. No, people do. They're hungry. They're thirsty. They just don't know what they're hungry and thirsty for. So they'll chase after whatever they can get their hands on until someone tells them you're looking in the wrong places. It's all about Jesus Christ. That's the bread of life. He is the bread of life. And when you, when you come to know Christ, you're never going to hunger and thirst again. Because there's a spiritual emptiness that we're dealing with. And people need to know Jesus Christ. So we use our social media. We just started up our Twitter again. And uh, we have 91 followers right now. But I think, Bunny, you told me the other day, when you put this up, what happened? Oh, yeah, we had two followers. And then you, you posted something and redid our whole entire account. And then what happened? Oh, yeah, it just came up. This was about a week ago, maybe. So... It's technology. It's social media. Some of you are like, I don't do Twitter. I don't do Facebook. I don't do Instagram. But you do this. Face-to-face -face is always the best place to connect. We'll just use this as tools. Our website, uh, in the past 30 days, 3,000 people visited it. Uh, our, our podcast, over 600 people are listening to it in 30 days. And this is just our website this is not our app. Now, our church app, I'm going to invite Erica to come up. Where is Erica? Oh, you were sitting right here. Why don't you come up, Erica? Oh, we're, we're wearing our SALT t-shirts because it stands for serving and... Learning together. Okay, so what Erica is going to help me with is our new updated... App. App. Okay, yes. so can you walk us through this, Erica? So, um, well, first of all, you got to download the app. Uh, new Hope Hilo... Hawaii, I think, is what the app is called in the App Store. This is what our home page looks like. I know it's kind of hard to see down here. There are five tabs on the lower end. It's home, Sunday services, Wednesday services, the Bible. Under the Bible tab, you guys can do uh, your devotion. Well, you can see our daily devotions, and there's a... Um, 
Bible tab to read the Bible, and then we have all of these things. In the upper left-hand corner up there, uh, you go to your settings, and we are starting these things um, for notifications. You can go into notifications, and we have specific groups. You have to sign up for these groups and men's ministry, women's ministry, if we want to push notifications to that specific group, you will get those. But you have to enable it. That's the main thing. This is um, the best. I love, I love this part. Now, if you're confused already, it's okay. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. So um, on our homepage, there's a Connect With Us tab. And you go there, and here we have a connecting card volunteer form, prayer requests, baptism forms. We want to utilize this to um, connect with you. I know sometimes it's hard to fill out the paper in your bulletin, drop it in the bucket, and we just have um, just available for you anytime on your phone. You click on these, it'll take you to a separate button here, and you click on that, and you fill it out, and you can email it, and we will get that information from you. The prayer request one, when you send in a prayer request, it'll come to us through email, and then we'll make sure it gets to our prayer team. But that's just a way for us to, at any time, you could be at 2 o'clock in the morning, and you don't know what to do, and you just need a prayer. You just go onto our app, go to that page, and then just type in, I just need prayer. You can put a phone number if you want, Mm -hmm. and hopefully someone can uh, connect with you, or your email, Mm -hmm. and then someone can connect with you. What we're trying to do is is make it possible in our day and age with the technology that we have for no one to not find hope. Yes. That everyone could find hope. So we're trying our very best to utilize uh, this. And don't worry, it's not just going to be posted on our app. It's not going to go on our website. Not everybody who has the app is going to read it. It It goes goes to a specific person, and we're going to be responsible for your prayers. So it's not a public thing. Um, There's a social tab. You guys can click on these, and it'll take you to our Facebook, our Instagram, and all of our social media to follow us, subscribe. Um, There's the giving tab. And I know we already had a giving button on our app um, prior to us fixing it, but this way it's easier. It takes you straight to the link to give. It doesn't take you to the website, to the link to give. It just, you click on the button. It takes you to the website, and you just... Yeah, what I like about that, too, is for some people, they sometimes forget uh, checkbook or whatever they're, they're using. And I've heard story after story that they're so thankful because they, they will always have their phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, very rarely do we leave our phone. I mean, we, we forget about our children more than we do about our phone. It's like, yeah, I forgot to pick up so-and-so, but I have my phone. So we want <laughs> Don't laugh because I've heard stories about that. Yeah. So, but that'll help um, with... Yes, make it easier for you. Yes. And also the last tab down here I forgot to mention is the events tab. So um, we are working on making sure we are up to date for you. Um, right now we have Vision Night tonight. Mm-hmm. And then there's Spruce Up on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And our Forerunners Christmas party next week. So just to keep you guys updated on what's going on here. Can we say thank you to Erica so much? Thank you, Erica. So if you need help with our app, go see her. Uh, these are other areas uh, from our app. We've had in our media plays over 9,000 uh, plays from December 2015 to right now, over 9,000 plays. Uh, with our app downloads just from December till today, a year ago, uh, 645 people downloaded in one year. We had over 18,670 launches. Uh, in our app. That means they would click on the pages. And then over 80,000 impressions, which means that's how many times a page was viewed on our app. So people are using it. They're seeing it. We just got to continue to get the word out. Uh, Even if you have family members who don't go to church, just tell them, download our app. It is completely free. And we have it on both mobile devices, uh, Android as well as, what's the other one called? Just iPhone, iOS. Android and iOS. Oh, iPhone. Uh, just go to the App Store or Google Play. Yeah, Google Play. Thanks, Drew. Got that. Okay, so this past year, when God told us that this was going to be the year of the harvest, that's the word that he gave us in 2015. 
Now, when he said that this is going to be the year of the harvest, we didn't know what it was going to look like. But all I knew was that this is what God was saying. So for 2016, the year of the harvest, we had 1,225 salvations. 1,225 salvations. That is the Lord. That's how many people said yes to Jesus this past year. And over 80 people were water baptized. 86 people got water baptized. Congratulations on being water baptized. So God is doing great things. And I'm so excited of what he's continuously doing. In 2016, this is just tithes and offerings. So if you look at your book, you're going to see on the top it says tithes and offerings. Don't look at the total. The tithes and offerings for 2016, you gave $1,686,000. Am I saying it wrong? Why does that sound correct? $1,686,476. I feel like I'm on the Price is Right. <laughs> hey, that's sad if you have to applaud me as your lead pastor to get that right. Yeah. Okay. So, but in 2015, this is what was given. $1,664,681. And here's the amazing thing. Even though we planted a church with Pastor Charlie, and a bunch of people went out to be with him, you still gave $21,000 more than last year. You still gave $21,000 more than last year in, in the economy that we live in. This is, and Pastor Alex taught me this, it's God's economy, not our economy. It is always him, and what he does will always keep us in awe so long as we keep looking to him. He did that. So thank you, Lord, for blessing this church. 2017 is the year of change. Now, when I prayed about this, I thought, okay, Lord, what, what, is that, what does that mean? Because that scared me a little bit. 2017, Lord, the year of change, what does that look like? And so basically he said this. There are two things that are going to happen. One, he's going to do some great changes here at our church. But he said this. In order for me to change you as a church, I am going to have to change you as the church. In order for God to change us as a church, he's going to have to change the church. Remember now, the church is us, the people. And so when we look forward to 2017, some of you are a part of Discover New Hope. It was just a way for us to get some Bible basics, for us to learn the heart and vision of our church. And so we had it on Thursdays and Saturdays. But what we're doing differently with Discover New Hope is that we, we and we just went through a series on Sunday mornings, a four-week series about Discover New Hope, who we are as a church, what is Foursquare all about, what does it mean to tithe and give, what does it look like for us as a church, our mission and how we do what we do. That's what Discover New Hope is all about. That is our membership course. And so what we're doing with Discover New Hope is, now that we have it on video, that anyone who comes to our church who wants to learn the heart and vision of it, they can either go online or with our app and they can view those four video series and learn the heart and vision of our church in that short amount of time. For some that want to volunteer, they'll be able to take the booklet, our, Dis our New Hope, our Discover New Hope booklet, and they can, at their leisure, fill in the notes and catch the heart and vision of our church at their leisure. Or ministries can do it when they need to do it. If they have five volunteers that want to jump in ministry, then together in a classroom setting, they can go through the videos maybe in a four-week series, one video every week. But what it does is it, it allows you and I, as well as new people, to learn the heart and vision of our church before they have to go through certain classes. They can learn it on their own time. They can make that decision at any given time. What we're trying to do is do our very best to take out the middle part of people saying, I don't know if I can or I don't know if I have the time. 
So we cut that out to say it is always available 24-7. And so that's what we're trying to do differently. So we have Discover New Hope. Next year in February, we're going to have a marriage conference. Marriages are so important to God. That if you think about it, marriages, usually marriages are attacked before the church is attacked. The devil knows that he can't just come to this church and kind of wreak havoc and things fall apart. No, no. You know what he does? He goes to the smallest church that God organized called the marriage. And the devil knows that if he can ruin a marriage, he's got the whole entire family. So we want to have a marriage conference in February. I believe it's the 10th and 11th. And that's going to be a great. We also have our, our SALT conference, our Serving and Learning Together conference in October. And that's when all of our churches get together. It's like our divisional conference. And if you were at our SALT conference, unbelievable. We got to hear all of our pastors from this island uh, and sh- uh, share with us. And this, is, this conference, our SALT conference, are for those also who are saying, I want to serve. I just don't know what it looks like yet. When you come to the SALT conference, you're a part of the bigger picture and a lot of behind-the-scenes things that take place here at our church. And then we also have our camps, our youth camps, uh, our children camps. Those are very important, and those are valuable. We had our Camp Agape. Uh, Pastor Charlie uh, does Camp Agape, and a lot of you volunteer at that. That's a very powerful camp where these children who, whose parents are incarcerated uh, get to come together and get loved upon. They're just surrounded by people who love God and will love them. We also will have our youth camps. Uh, here we have what we call Camp Legacy. That is our district high school camp. And now we are a new district from Hawaii. Now we became Pacific Southwest. So we're partnering with Utah, Nevada, Arizona, parts of California. So now our district grew bigger, but we still have our district camp here. And last year, how many people, Pastor Ben, uh, youth Maybe about 325, what was around there? 370? Yeah, plenty, had plenty. Yeah, this place was filled with a lot of teenagers, but it was fun. And then next year, this is, I, I love this part. I know we have a couple minutes left, but live streaming. So the only way we can get live streaming is if we upgrade our internet system. We are using an old system right now, which worked for the season that we were in. But our new system will be fiber optic, and they're going to run a line specifically for us, just this church, and they're paying for it. Thank you, Jesus. So they're going to pay for it to get a line up here. And so we're going to be able to stream live one of our services. Uh, So if you have family or friends that just want to check out the church, we can do live streaming. But part of that, is a thing we call rooted and growing. Now, let me just tell you what this is all about. Rooted and growing, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because we're starting to put together how we do discipleship here. So what we want to do is bring discipleship to you anywhere, with anyone, at any time. What that means is you're going to be a part of discipleship because everything we do is discipleship. You're going to have a menu for spiritual nourishment, which means this. You're going to be able to look at a menu and say, let's just say you're married. And if it was Heidi and I, I would say, Heidi, we're going to, let's do this marriage uh, track in Rooted and Growing. It's an eight-week course. We can commit to eight weeks. Let's just say Heidi says we can't commit to eight weeks, but we can commit to two weeks on this one. Let's do that one. So you'll have the dates and times for that. You get to look at a menu for the entire year of 2017 and pick and choose which one you want to be a part of and plan in advance how you're going to do that. Now, some of you might say, but I, I can't do that. Well, then you can be a part of live streaming teachings that we're going to have. Tuesday mornings, we do a teaching uh, once a month. And so you can be at home. Now catch this. You can be at home and it'll be live streamed and you can type in questions. If you're on your phone, your laptop, your iPad, you can type in questions and we can answer you. It may be a 15-minute teaching 
and you can catch that at home wherever you are. Let's just say you're at work and you're saying, but I, I don't have the time. I work, I work two jobs. I have a graveyard shift, but you have a lunch break. We can do a five-minute marketplace ministry talk. And you can sit in the lounge with your headphones on, with the, your phone, and you can get a live stream and you can type in questions. And maybe, maybe the talk for the day is how to be a Christian around non-Christians at work. How to love people when you don't want to love them. So you watch that after that. You're going to be such a loving person. They're going to be like, what are you doing during lunch? Like you change in 10 minutes. But we do that. Why? Because we want to be discipled by the Lord. So at any given time, you can pick and choose as well as learn and grow together. Now, this menu will change throughout the year because when one is done, the next menu would come out. And then you can pick and choose. You can either go online or we'll have a physical menu. And once in a while, we'll have a special because these specials are good. Because if God says, this is what you're doing now, we throw in a special and we say, this is what is going to happen now. And you can, you can, this, is, this is for all of us to learn and grow together. And we'll see what God does with that. How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree firmly planted by streams of living water, which yields its fruit in his season, whose leaves will not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers. The reason why we're calling it rooted and growing is because we need to be rooted in Jesus in order to grow. That's the only way. And when whatever we do, we prosper. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Sometimes you're trying to change the other person. Don't try to change people. Just be Jesus to them. It's their root system, not the fruit. You don't go to your mango tree and say, how come you know more mangoes? What's going on? Or you don't look at a small little mango tree and say, how come you know more mangoes yet? No, you fertilize the root system. You, you, you take good care of the root system so that as it continues to grow, one day it will produce good fruit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. This is why we do what we do. This is why we disciple. This is why we have church. It's so that we can be more Christ-like. The world doesn't need Bible people throwing Jesus down their throats. The world does need, need Bible people who show Jesus to them and to be Christ-like. It's a tough world to live in, but Jesus says you're not of this world. You're eternal. You belong to me. You're my children. I am your father. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. If he has been faithful for 35 years, Tell me he won't be faithful for many more. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thanks be to Jesus. I'm going to ask Glenn to come up to the, the keyboard. In fact, we can have our entire worship team come up, and we're going to close. Uh, one of the songs that they sang tonight, I, I, if you were here during worship, and if you were here for the past, I don't know how many years, wasn't worship just amazing? I mean, just to... Oh, boy, just simply amazing. You know what I love about it is when I, when I would sing those songs, a lot of us, right, when we would sing those songs, didn't a lot, like a flood of memories just come back? Like worship does something. It's, it's, it's because worship is what God created us for. So even though we sing songs to God, it's more than singing songs to him. It's living for him. Romans 12 tells us that we are living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto him. Don't forget who you are. You're the church. The gates of hell will not prevail against you. No weapon formed against you will prosper. doesn't matter your age, where you're at, what life is like right now. Just keep loving Jesus. Keep loving the Lord. I want to say thank you to Uncle Obed, Stan. I call you Pops. <laughs> Uncle Wayne. Yeah, I don't call you Uncle Stan, though. That's all right. <laughs> I'm going to call you Uncle Stan from now on, Stan. Stan, you have been so faithful. 
Uncle Stan, you have been so faithful. <laughs> Wait, make sure your mic is on. Love you. Love you, Sheldon. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I want to say thank you to our band, Glenn, Grayson. I know Ryan is back there. Kenny on drums. Eli is on bass. Uh. Can we sing, Lord, I lift your name on high? <laughs> Can we do that? Part, part of it is probably my selfishness. When I, when I first came to church... And I walked in when we were at the boys' club. Yeah. That song was playing. And it's the first time I understood what God did. It, it's, it's simple. You came from heaven to earth to show us the way. From the earth Amen. to the cross. From the cross to the grave. From the grave to the sky. And I get to lift, we get to lift the Lord's name on high. He yes. deserves it. Yes. He took us from the pit. Yes. He valued us so much. Became a humble servant. Yes. Because he loves us. Yes. All he wants to do is spend time with us Amen. for eternity. Would you stand with me tonight? We're going to pray. And then can we sing that song, Lord, let I lift your name on high? Okay. I don't know if we can do this. Just try to do this. Can we just take a hold of the person's hand next to you? Some, we used to do this back in the day. But then, you know, people were germaphobic. <laughs> so if you're still like that, we have canisters all over the place. <laughs> and you can go home and bathe. But this connects us. You're not alone. This is the family of God. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for 35 plus years of your faithfulness. Thank you for giving this church vision. Thank you for the men and women who have paved the way. There are many. That are with you right now in heaven. The cloud of witnesses. Cheering us on. That we run this race together. And those who have paved the way, Lord, so valuable. We call them forerunners. Their family, Lord. Yes. You're such a good God. Thank you for designing us the way you have. Thank you for this church, Lord. Yes. Thank you for the people, our young ones, the children who are growing yes. up, learning more about you. Thank you for the person on our left and the person on our right. We pray your blessing over them that you would continue to do mighty works in and through them as we look forward to the years to come. We love you. We thank you. Yes. In Jesus' name we pray. And we all said amen. amen. Can we thank the Lord? Thank you.